Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. Having a Disney craving you can't fill? Lifelong Disney World adventurers, Ashley and Sammy will take you on a journey through the parks, movies, books, and more. Whether you live miles or states away, if you love Disney, you'll love hanging out with the Pixie Dust Twins on the Limitless Podcast Network. Hey, Pixie Dusters, it's your favorite host, Sammy. And Ashley, welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Make sure to check it out at LimitlessBroadcasting.com. Now, welcome to our first Christmas episode ever. That's a noise, confetti, just imagine it. (laughs) Disney fireworks lights going off in the background. So we have decided to follow in the footsteps of the Muppets and Mickey and even the most recently Jim Carrey by doing our own Pixie Dust Twins A Christmas Carol. So (laughs) over the next five weeks, we're going to talk about all things Disney Christmas, but with the Christmas Carol twist. Yes. So hold on to your Mickey ears, which I don't have today. And we are following the ghost of Disney Christmas past into some of our favorite things. Let's get started. Just imagine the ghost of Christmas past. (laughs) What would the ghost of Disney Park's Christmas past look like? Do you think it'd be Tink because she's like the Magic Kingdom one? She's like the first? I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. I don't know. What else is a a past thing from Disney? Oswald. Yeah, there's, there's Oswald. I'm trying to think of something that they got rid of. That's like a character, but I can't think of anything. Figment's still around? Yeah, he's in that terrible ride at Epcot, remember? I thought that ride was gone. No, it's definitely still there. Oh. 100%. Yeah, anyway. (laughs) But anywho. (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to be talking about all things Disney Christmas past, but related to the parks. Well, Walt Disney World, because we don't know anything about Disneyland. So it's all about Walt Disney World park past Christmas. And there's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. So it's a lot of history stuff. And then we can kind of talk about 
our experiences with it too. Cause we've obviously been there for all of this stuff as well. Yes. It's not that far in the past where we yeah. haven't experienced it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's we got it. Yeah. It gotta be realistic people. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're trying to go with stuff that we know <laughs> and we have not been alive that long. Yeah. So yeah. So we talked about this one. Too. Yes. The Osborne lights. We have many times I feel like brought up the Osborne lights because yes. it's a sore subject of sorts being that Disney has not put them up and this will be the like fourth year I think we're going into it was 2016 was the last time they made their appearance so third year I think technically is the third Christmas this is the fourth Christmas well but they were up 2015 into 2016 January so then they weren't there for 2016 17 18 Oh, yeah, so the 2016th Christmas, yeah, the 17th Christmas, the uh-huh. 18th Christmas, the 19th Christmas, oh, the goodness. 20th Christmas. This is the fifth, the fifth Christmas. It got worse. Okay, so this is the <laughs> fifth Christmas. Oh, so the Osborne lights have been missing, and it disappoints me every year, and really makes me not want to go to the studios because I'm very salty about the fact that they don't exist anymore. We we don't have the streets of America anymore. It's like, mm. so when you walk in there, you're like, oh, it, it's not such a reminder. It's yeah. you walk in and you see Star Wars now instead of yeah. the streets of America. At least there's that. So let's, yeah. let's talk some history about the Osborne lights. So in case you didn't know, the Osborne family is a real family. So that's why they are called the Osborne lights. Disney didn't just randomly call them <laughs> the Osborne lights for no reason. So that's why they were referred to that. So the Osborne family lived in Little Rock, Arkansas. And in 1986, I guess the daughter had said she really wanted for Christmas to have a lot of Christmas lights outside. And I don't know what they do for a living, but I, um, my understanding is the Osbournes are not poor. <laughs> they have a decent amount of money. So the dad went out and he strung, they said the first year about 1000 lights around their property in their house. And each year they kept adding more and more lights. Eventually these people bought two neighboring homes so that at Christmas time, they would literally expand their lights out to these neighbor houses that they purchased. Yes, this is a thing. Ashley's face is saying it all right now. <laughs> if you can't see her, I'm sorry. I'm in money on the their hands. It's it's insane. So it was so bright that pilots could see them when they were flying over the neighborhood and people started coming from all over to see the lights, which would make sense because it's well, like yeah. they by 1993 they had over three million lights that they had strung up. So of course they're gonna get traffic coming over. It's it's insane. Like my little neighborhood, one of the streets does this, they do their own little dancing display. And yeah. people in our neighborhood were getting mad because there were neighbors coming from other neighborhoods to come and see it every year. And this is mm-hmm. like a very small, like one street small does scale. it. Yes. So I can only imagine if you have 3 million lights hanging up, they've got to be traveling from who knows where to come and see them. It's got to be a big spectacle. So Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah. So <laughs> the neighbors started getting mad because obviously it was very bright and there was lots of yeah. extra traffic and they did not like this. And in 1993, six of the neighbors filed a lawsuit to limit how many lights the Osbournes were allowed to hang up. And in 1994, the state Supreme Court ruled in favor of the neighbors. That's insane that this Christmas display went all the way to the state Supreme Court. I'm not surprised. 
if they're all Richie Rich, it is gonna go for it was gonna go far. Yeah, and I love Christmas lights, but I feel like I would be kind of like really, dude. That's a lot of lights. So dude, I, when we were growing up. Okay, remember the house? It was on one of the streets in Busco. Like you drive past it and it was literally blanketed in lights. It, mm-hmm. it, it made my eyes hurt every year. And that was just one house. I, I can't couldn't even imagine. imagine you imagine living in the house? I don't know how you see anything at night. How do you sleep? It's, really intense blackout curtains. Yeah, they must have because that's an insane amount of lights. So anyway, so after this whole thing went down, Disney yeah. heard about the shutdown and they offered to display the lights on the backlot tour at MGM Studios. And yes, we can call it that because it was still known as MGM Studios back in 1994. Yes. So it's not wrong. And this <laughs> obviously delighted the dad and his family. And I just want to make a big point that Disney did not pay these people for these lights. There was no money exchanged for the lights that they got from the Osbournes. Osbournes just gave it to them? Yes. Cause what I read was the dad Jennings, he was basically like, okay, cool. But I want to be able to come and stay every Christmas and see the light display. So every Christmas they were invited and I believe Disney put them up in like the grand Floridian. If I remember right when I was reading about it and they got to stay and then they would get to turn on the lights and it was a, it was a whole thing. So I, I mean, if I'm going to get paid by Disney, like for something that my thoughts mm-hmm. were, Money or coming to Disney every year for free. In a nice, nice, in, in nice the resort. Yes. One of the nicest resorts ever. <sighs> yeah, I feel like I get it. Yeah, I'd probably it. be like for generations, I want this to be mm-hmm. permitted at Christmas. That would be my thing. So like, I, even I after I'm it. gone. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was really interesting that they didn't pay them anything. Let's see. So in 1995 is when the first Osborne Lights debuted. And of course, Disney had already added more lights to the display. So it was about 5 million lights the first year that it ran on the, the houses in the backlot tour. That makes sense. Yeah. So in November to January, I guess families could actually walk down residential street. So they would stop running the backlot tour towards the evening time. And you could actually walk down mm-hmm. residential street to go see the lights. This is something I did not get to do. I don't know if you ever went at Christmas and got to do that. But it I was sounds familiar. I mean, you would have been really small because think... that was early '90s. So 2003? No, that that's when they closed it. I don't know what they were doing. Oh. Yeah, I don't no, know because it go started back... moving. It, it moved in 2004, but I don't know if you went before. That. No, we didn't go back to Disney until '99. Mm-hmm. No, wait, '98. I remember the Osborne lights in 98. Like, I remember them on the back mm-hmm. lot, but we never walked through anything. Like, okay. it was, I believe we were on, I believe we were on the ride. I'd have to ask mom and dad. Yeah, see, and I don't know, when I was doing the research, obviously, because I, I don't know anything about this, because yeah. I didn't go at Christmas before that. I don't know if they always let you do it, or if it was just, like, the first couple years they let you walk, and then maybe after that you had to be on the trams. I have no idea. No idea. And they were open after Thanksgiving, because that's when we always went was after Thanksgiving. Yeah, because it says November to January they always had them on, yeah. which makes sense. Hmm. That was what they continued to do, so. I'll yeah. have to ask my mama. Yeah, find out, because I'm very curious, because that I seems t- really cool, mm-hmm. and obviously something like what we had experienced, but even further back that you can't do nowadays because it's not a thing anymore yeah. since they destroyed residential street. So 
Yeah, I just, I have this really vague memory of walking through them or like mm-hmm. seeing them, but I can't mm-hmm. remember if I was on the tram or if we were walking. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's definitely a mama question. Yeah, let me know. Highly curious. Oh, well. So in 2003, they closed Residential Street because they were going to build a new stunt show, which was the lights, motors, action, car thing. And so they were magically moved to the streets of America in 2004. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you have to do the cheesy Disney lingo when you do this. When I was doing my research, I was just like, okay, magically moved. And then in 2006 was the first year that they started dancing to music. So that's when it mm-hmm. officially became the Osborne Dancing Lights. I remember that. Yeah. And I know the first year I ever saw the Christmas lights was the year before. So I got to see them one time when they weren't dancing. And then mm-hmm. after that, every year I went, they were the dancing lights but that was really cool I liked it when they did the dancing effect I think that was one of the best things that they did the Osmond lights are already amazing and then they just obviously Disney had to just one-up themselves and made it even cooler yeah that's that's the Disney way isn't it it is is the Disney way and then in 2011 the light display had a major overhaul and all the original bulbs were swapped for LED lights which I cannot imagine what kind of a project that was to to take on it's insane well, and all the original lights like are from like the eighties and the early nineties. It's like I know. Um, I mean, every year I know they, they would check have been. them. Well, they would. I, I think they did before. Well, I think they did swap them out. To be fair, I think they were. Okay. But that was when they made them all the LED versus the old school. Well, and the old lights. school lights probably didn't do very well with the dancing, and they needed I something that imagine. could hold that dancing. And plus, they would burn out so fast. LED oh, lights are yeah. so much better. So oh my goodness, sense. yeah. But it's just, I'm sure it was a project. So some more fun facts about hidden gems that they always put into the display. They had a hidden purple black cat. So every year they hid him. So the story was that when Osborne's, the Osborne's originally sent the lights to Disney, the black cat was a Halloween decoration that mistakenly got included in the lights. And of course, when Disney was opening everything, they were just like, what? what is this? This doesn't look like a hol- or a Christmas decoration. It looks like a Halloween decoration. But they all thought it was so funny, the Osbournes and Disney, that Disney was like, all right, we're just going to hide it in the display. So every year they would make it, they would move it to a new spot. So you'd always have to go and hunt for it because we would always do mm-hmm. that when we were looking. That was one of the things we would go and find the black cat. And that is new to me. I've never heard of that. Oh my gosh. It was, it was just a silly thing that you could do. I- I didn't yeah. the lights with you. How did I not know about this? I don't think I ever, you know, I don't think I ever did it with you. I did it with my parents and then Robbie and I would look for it when we would go, but I don't think I did it actually when I was with you. That's kind of funny. That's hilarious. All right. I, I don't think brand that new was to ever, me. Yeah. So that was something I didn't know about. Yeah. So they moved it every right. year to a new spot. They had in one of the windows on this, mm-hmm. I don't remember which street it was on, or maybe they moved that one too. I don't know, but they had the leg shaped lamp from a Christmas story. I want to say it was like, I want to say it was New York. Was it New York or San Francisco? They might've moved it every year. See, I don't, I'm not sure about that, but I know it was in a window every year. It was displayed. Mm -hmm. There were always hidden Mickey's everywhere. Supposedly the last year there was more than 80, which I can firmly believe because I didn't even try and count them. It was just kind of like, Hey, there's one, there's one, there's one. But that was not something I was going to actively try and find. No. 80 Mickey's, you know, no. And then the radio station that played the Christmas music, because they were always mm-hmm. like two radio hosts during the, the show for the Osborne Lights. Yeah. It was called WJBO, 
And I guess that was supposed to be kind of a tribute to the Osbournes because it was William Jennings Osborne who was the dad who right. donated the light. So I, I didn't know that. I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool little didn't know that fun fact. And then I'm going to read this exactly <laughs> as I wrote it. So please don't don't hate me, you new Star Wars nerds and stuff out there, because this is... I still love you. This is said, you know, with a twinkle in my eye. Okay. But... <laughs> In 2015, Disney ruined our Christmases forever by announcing they were building stupid Toy Story Land and stupid Star Wars Land. Please note, I don't think either of these are actually stupid, but I'm very angry. And they just put the lights in a warehouse. Note, this is speculation. I don't really know where they are. Someplace because they hate us all. So the last day we ever saw the lights was January 6, 2016. Cue the crying internally. They went all Scrooge on us. The broken heart. Yes. I am mostly mad that in all these years, Disney done anything. did not put them anywhere. Yes. Uh, you got to be kidding me. There's, there's four freaking parks. There's water parks. There's Disney Springs. You can't find somewhere to put the Osborne <gasps> lights for people. Disney Springs. You could put them on the countries at Epcot. You could put them at Disney Springs on the 8,000 buildings that are back there. Yeah. You could freaking string them down Main Street. I don't care, but you could do something with it. <laughs> Main Street, that would be gorgeous. Now, see, this took me half a second to contemplate. And yet, Disney, you were clearly doing nothing with them. But you know they got to have them someplace. I mean, you don't just take like so. 10 billion lights and just throw them out someone would have noticed because these people are crazy on these disney blogs and stuff so someone would have caught them throwing them away so oh yeah clearly someplace in storage and one of those and i don't know how many warehouses they have but one of those back warehouses <sighs> do they know how many warehouses they have it's kind of like oh my gosh it's kind of like have you ever seen any of the indiana jones movies whatsoever mm -hmm. yeah okay mm -hmm. have you seen the last one no the crystal skull one no okay. i didn't watch the recent one well no. The Crystal Skull one is Indiana Jones is taken to this warehouse where mm -hmm. all of his items are being housed. Mm -hmm. I bet they're in there. <laughs> there. It's a good possibility. Disney may not even know. So maybe they are lost in the Indiana Jones warehouse. Who really knows? <laughs> but I'm very, very upset about. I too, because I didn't get to see them the last year. Did I? No, because I didn't come to, I didn't come. No, to and it was until so the next crowded. Christmas. There were so so many people every well, single yeah, night that everyone, we went. Everyone's losing the lights. Everyone wants to see like, them before Disney took them. Like you literally, there was one way in and one way out because they had to basically make you walk all the way around and go in a specific way so they could kind of like keep everybody moving. Control because, the traffic. Yeah, because there were so yeah. many people and we went multiple nights and every single night it was like that. Does not that surprise me. Just, there are lots of people who are very sad out there. Because when you doesn't go, care. yeah. When you'd go to the lights, you, it wasn't just like you'd walk through. Mm -hmm. It's literally no. like you'd walk in and you'd stand and you'd look up and you'd mm -hmm. watch and you just, you'd take pictures and you watch mm -hmm. more and you just kind of stay there and you yes. slowly would walk through it and yes. slowly just kind of take it all in. You and I did it together multiple years in a row when I yes. was in college and all the things. Oh my we gosh. And all the things. And we would just have so much fun just sitting there watching these yes. lights, especially when they started dancing, because there mm -hmm. were so many different songs that they danced to. Mm -hmm. So we had to see every one of them. It was just beautiful. Actually, I remember, 
Oh my goodness. What Christmas was it? It was the first Christmas I did at like official Christmas. I did mm-hmm. at Disney. My brother went more times than I did because mm-hmm. he wasn't living down there at the time, but just, it's fascinating. It's such mm-hmm. a fascinating experience. Nothing could put you in a Christmas mood like the Osborne lights. Oh, I know. It was literally the most magical place on property. I mean, the castle is beautiful and we're going to talk about that next and mm-hmm. amazing, obviously, and all of that, but there was nothing just, compared to the Osborne. Yeah, lights, they were so special. Mm-hmm. It just, you were literally in this magical world and it would snow and there was hot cocoa and I mean, it's not real She's snow. A, it's not real snow, people. It's bubbles. Just FYI, bubbles. <laughs> yes. Anywhere on Disney property that you go and it snows, do not eat the snow. Do not lick the snow. It's disgusting. It's exactly what she said. It is soap. So do not do that. <laughs> Disney is not Bad. that, like, they're magical, but they're not, like, that kind of magical where they can get real snow. Like, that, no. they're not, no. No, it doesn't really work in Florida. It's a bit too warm for actual snow, so... But it does look like real snow and it melts like real snow. And it's my kind of snow. Yeah, it's very creative. But yeah, don't don't eat it or don't no. eat it. But yeah, it was just it was just a magical time, and I'm mm-hmm. sad because that was something I look forward to every year was to see you know Osborne lights. At least we can say we got to experience them as kids. Like there are Mm -hmm. kids who are going to grow up and never actually get to experience that. Like if you and I ever decided in the very, very distant, very, very slim future that we would have kids, our kids would not be able to experience this. And I think that would break our hearts the most. That's the worst. It's just... I will never forget the magic. And every year Christmas starts to roll around and everybody on Instagram and Facebook, all the Disney people like us start to post, remember the Osborne lights? There's always so many posts about it because we all collectively are weeping inside from Mm -hmm. our lack of magic from it. We'll have to post our Osborne light pictures. Yeah, we'll be posting a lot. I have no doubt about that this Christmas season. But hopefully sometime in the future, Disney will do something to bring them I back. So. That's my hope is they'll figure out some way to do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's in the works. I don't know. But I mean, I can see that they take years and years to put projects together for mm-hmm. crying out loud. So maybe they're just trying to figure out where to move them and how to do it and all that jazz. And getting mad at us for yelling at them. Like we're doing it. Just shut up and wait. I'm not going <laughs> to apologize because you should have had this plan when you tore them down in This is true. And you should just let us know hey guys, it's not going to be for a couple of years, but they'll be back. Then everybody would be like, okay, we'll just wait it out. But you said nothing. I mean, for crying out loud, sorry. what was it? One of the one, Incredibles, we waited 14 years for a remake. I think we, if you tell us that there's something coming, we will wait. Yes. For crying out loud, we waited before. And we all know you stole our money by selling all this like last year for the Osborne Lights merchandise and stuff, which was super rude. So maybe that's why you didn't want to say anything because you knew we wouldn't buy that. Because I could also see you guys doing that, Disney. I think we still would have bought everything. Mm-hmm. I'm on to you. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. We move on. <laughs> yes. I don't think we have anything else. Well, we have less to say, but I don't think anything productive to say. So. No. <sighs> the next thing <laughs> is the second favorite, which is now, I guess, the first favorite because Osborne lights are gone. For me, I don't know how you are with the ranking, but... I feel like it's the best thing now Disney does as far I'll as I'll tell my life. ranking at the end. Okay, that works. <laughs> so this is my second now first favorite by default. Mm-hmm. It's the castle lights. So they are officially known as the castle dream lights. 
when you refer to them? Fancy name. I don't know. Whatever. They basically look like, like icicles on the castle. And they do it at Disneyland and Disney World, which I don't know which one was first, but maybe they're together. I cool. don't know, actually. Anyway, but I think it looks really cool on Cinderella Castle, personally. I like them a lot. Mm -hmm. It was first seen in 2007 mm -hmm. and has about 200,000 lights, which sounds like a lot until you remember how many the Osmer lights have. And then you're just like, ah, that's nothing. You can handle that, Disney. They are basically, I learned, so I watched this part of this Disney Christmas special recently oh about decorating the parks. And the lights are basically these big nets. And they mm. paint them to match the castle so that during the day, your photos don't get ruined because you can't really see the lights during the day. If you're right by the castle, you can see them. You can spot them. But if you're doing your yeah. pictures on Main Street, <clears throat> it's not going to ruin it because it blends very nicely because Disney thinks of everything. And then, you know, at night, obviously, they're lit up and they're very pretty. Mm -hmm. So originally, the fairy godmother would bring the lights to life at like 630 each night. And I loved that little show. It was very cute. And I'm not big on Cinderella, but the show was very cute because <laughs> everyone would sing along and then the lights, she would light mm -hmm. up the lights with her wand and it was cute and I liked it. <laughs> but then in 2014, nice. as Disney did with everything, they changed it to a frozen holiday wish with two shows at 6.15, 7.30, 8.15. I don't know what time the shows were. I got really confused when I was looking this up. I'm not even going to lie to you. Because then it says something about sometimes they did it during the Mickey's Christmas party. And I don't, I yeah. don't really know. But there are two shows a night. That's all I got. Yeah. I just, it was just then you'd sing along with the Frozen song and Elsa would light it up. And I didn't really watch the light up part as much anymore once that happened. It just, <clears throat> it's not the same. Not the same. Like, I don't like the name Castle Dream Lights. I think it's just way too cheesy. But. <laughs> the i remember the first time seeing the castle in person with this look for christmas mm -hmm. and i absolutely loved it i don't think mm -hmm. i ever saw the show my parents weren't big on or just my family wasn't big on sitting and watching the shows i don't i don't think you missed anything like i said the fairy godmother was yeah. cute and i think we watched it i think just because it was new but yeah. I mean, it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, if I was walking by, I would stop and watch it, but I wouldn't actively go seek out to watch the show. Well, our family was always running 24 miles an hour also true. around the parks. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have quote unquote time to stop to watch these things. We do now. Like I stop and watch the shows now that are yeah. in front of the castle. But so we didn't see them, but I remember seeing it and absolutely loving it. And I love that fairy godmother did it because I think we need to keep around some of those more classic characters yes, so agree. when i heard it was changing to frozen i'm like okay i understand because this is new and you want to bring in all these young girls who watch frozen because i guarantee you these moms nowadays are not letting their kids watch cinderella because it's a patriarchal blah 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 yeah but come on like frozen is so Oh, overdone. If you're going to do something, do it at Epcot where their country is. Yeah. Which they did, and everyone's still not happy about it. But <laughs> yeah, I just but it, missed the or, old one. Okay. The one year that Frozen came out, like the one Christmas Frozen came out, do it and then go back to the old one. And then, okay, mm -hmm. Frozen 2. 
all right, only one Christmas needs it to be, and then go back to the old. Like, we don't need to hear let it go a zillion times over. We already do every other day when we're with our two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight-year-old, nine-year-olds. Yes, yes, accurate, I agree. (sighs) Sally, are we having this this year? So, no, and we'll do a whole episode about Christmas present, which will discuss the current Disney Christmas things. But like I said in my notes, COVID (laughs) ruins everything. And then I put like a million sad faces after it because this was the one really great thing I feel like that was left and it is no more for this year. At least for this year. But we had a theory. We are talking, my mom and I were discussing it because we have nothing else to do but worry about why there's no castle lights. And (laughs) we were talking because, again, in this Christmas special that I watched, they said every year they would repaint the nets. And we're thinking this year because of COVID and a lot of employees were furloughed and everything, they probably Mm. didn't have the employee capacity to repaint them and make sure they were updated, especially because the castle got new colors this year. So that's probably more so what happened than anything. And maybe they wouldn't have the crew available because they start hanging them in like October or something. Yeah. So maybe it just was a matter of lack of employees and cast members. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Probably lack of employees. And then also probably the uh, the big thing is the colors Mm -hmm. because that would take a long time to match because the whole castle isn't one color anymore. No. Yeah. It's It's multicolored. So now they got to figure out which nets go and what. Oh, oh, Disney, why'd you do that to yourself? Crying out loud. Yeah. And I'm thinking when they did it, they're thinking maybe they were planning like, oh, they would just start the process earlier because I can't imagine they were ever planning to not have the lights. But yeah, COVID happened and people were not around and it's probably the best guess is they just wasn't logistically possible this year. So I'm hoping that means maybe they'll be able to start early and next year will be redeemed. Yeah. The castle lights, we can but. we can forgive you for this one because this yeah. this is on COVID, not on you. This I understand that. Yeah, like Osborne lights all over again. No, I get COVID. Yes, I get it. That's is the times, unfortunately. <sighs> but yeah, they're very magical when they're it. up. So yeah, anything else are, you want? And nothing. Anything you want to add no, about the no, castle? No. No. Okay. Ho ho ho. Hey, it's Robert from Limitless Broadcasting, reminding you to tune in to Limitless Broadcasting Network anywhere you get your podcasts, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Check us out today. Ho, ho, ho. So, Epcot. Epcot, I don't, I don't want to use the word uh, uh, boring, but it does come to mind a bit <laughs> when talking about Epcot. I'm I'm sorry (laughs) I am I do apologize still because I love Epcot Epcot is still my second favorite park I do love it but I feel like there's more limited things to do or you have to really have Mm -hmm. your well you don't use times guide anymore I guess your app out to find all of the fun stuff that they do because Epcot uses storytellers for most of their holiday magic things to tell the story of each country related to the holidays. That's kind of their big thing. But you got to know when they're out because otherwise you'll just miss the whole point because they're only out, you know, the storyteller, just like everything at Disney, they're only out certain times of the day. Yeah. So 
and then of course they have food because it's basically like food and wine part two, but now they call it, let's see, the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays is the official name for the Epcot celebration, which I know it used to be called Holidays Around the World and I have no idea when they changed the name because I thought it was still called huh. that. I kept Googling it to look it up and then it kept giving me International Festival of the Holidays and I was like, <laughs> that's not what I'm looking up. And then I realized I was wrong and that oh, was the actual is. name. Yeah, that's what it's called. So yeah, so there's food booths everywhere, but then they do more holiday themed things. I don't know. I mean, I feel like they mostly just throw like garland and stuff on it. And now it's Christmas themed versus just food and wine festival. Honestly. I mean, yeah, it looks like I'm looking through your notes on like what mm -hmm. they do. And I mean, every tradition has, or every country, there we go. Every country mm -hmm. has different traditions. So Epcot is set up in a way for us to learn those traditions and to kind yeah. of partake of those traditions. But I feel like they could do more than just a 15 minute story time, yes, which I feel is like what it there is. could be more done. And even when I was looking it up, I guess they have changed it over the years. So I'm not even sure who all is where because I was going to different sites because the Disney website was really not helpful. So I was trying to look up on like other fan sites and blogs and all that. And I was still getting kind of confused about who was at what part or what country, what they actually were doing for the storytelling. And some of them just said they had videos or something. I don't even know. That's weird. I was a bit hmm. confused. The only ones I know for sure, like Santa Claus is at America and they well, yeah. do Kwanzaa and they do Hanukkah there. I know that. And I've seen those storytellers out there in the past. I've seen them where they tell the story. And then I have no idea because Japan, they said there's a, a doll seller. And I don't know how to say that. Daruma. Daruma. I'm where? sure I did not say that correctly. In Japan, some sort of doll seller that has something to do with Japanese New Year. Interesting. These descriptions were not helpful, by the way. <laughs> so I'm really sorry. I have no idea what's going on with these different ones. I know I've seen the mariachi band at Mexico walking by because they'll mm -hmm. be out singing like Spanish Christmas songs like Feliz Navidad. Everybody knows mm -hmm. that song. So they'll be out there singing that. There's some sort of barn Santa in Norway. I don't know if they're still doing that because now it's all frozen themed. I have no idea if they would still do this barn Santa. I don't I have no idea. I None of these. Other. I don't remember seeing any of these in any of the times I've went to Disney during the Ex Christmas. Exactly my point. I don't I even know where they're hurt. all at. I I just know Santa Claus because he has like usually has his own special little spot for meet and greet. And then yeah. I just know I've seen the Kwanzaa and I've seen the Hanukkah storytellers. But I probably hmm. was just there at the right time. Because like I said, they normally have time, you know, in the times guide, they'll say they're out from such and such time. But yeah. I don't know. That's why I use the sure. word boring. It's educational, <laughs> but yeah. Educational, I, but it's boring educational. I think I saw Pierre Noel because I think, because he's in France and I feel like, you know how French are? They're kind of like not super <laughs> nice. And I feel like that's kind of oh, how he yeah. was when he was telling the story was he was like very huh. French in that way that I was like, shouldn't Santa be nicer, <laughs> but he, he wasn't. Experience. Yeah. I feel like I've and seen Father Christmas though. I think I've now seen him I think too. About it. And I know in Canada, I don't know what they're talking about. This Canadian holiday voyagers shared seasonal customs. I have no idea. I know one year there was a lumberjack Santa because I remember seeing him. He was like <laughs> straight up. They, I don't know why he was, maybe he wasn't a lumberjack, but he looked like a lumberjack to me. <laughs> the way he was dressed Apparently, and everything. Yeah holiday voyager maybe that's what he was i don't know i just distinctly remember like a lumberjack or somebody being out there 
But so those parts I'm kind of like about they do have again, I feel like everything is in America and I'm not to be judgy. I know I live in America, whatever. I'm sorry, I've got but and they also have the voices of liberty that are in America Mm -hmm. and they would sing Christmas carols and things and those are so beautiful to listen to them because Mm -hmm. they're you know they're professional singers, but they just especially when they stand inside of the rotunda inside of um the American Adventure. Oh my gosh. And the way it just echoes, it's just so beautiful. And those mm-hmm. I could listen to, I could listen over and over again, just go see them yeah. stand and perform and sing. Cause it's just amazing to listen to. I, I feel like Epcot needs to do more with their other countries in the holiday season. Like I, well, they I need wish, to step up their game. Yeah. I wish it would be more exciting. Mm-hmm. I think is what it is because I mean, kids will stop if someone looks like Santa Claus and he's talking, they'll probably stop because they want to listen. But some of these characters are, it's not their fault. It's their customs. He's not going to look like yeah. a jolly old fat man. But I feel like it's maybe uh, there'd be a better way to get Present the excitement them? going. Yeah, for kids. Yeah. Because if yeah. we're not interested, I don't, I don't know how many people actually stop for it. But it's a good idea, like you said, to be educational. Yeah. So the best thing I think that Epcot has had in the past is the candlelight processional. Because... That's like the, I don't know how to describe it. It's amazing to see in person. Have you seen it? I have not. Oh my gosh. You would love it. You would literally. I probably would as I'm reading through it. I did not do, I did not know they retold the biblical tale of the savior. Like that. That is the whole point of the professional. Yes. Disney does that? Yes. I'm happy so, that they do it, but what? That's, that's <laughs> directly from the Disney website because I thought the, that was the best description of it. Each night, a celebrity narrator tells the biblical tale of a savior born to a virgin in Bethlehem. All the while, gorgeous choral pieces are woven into the production as an orchestra and choir provide an inspirational backdrop with songs of hope and joy. It is amazing. This is another thing. The Why did I just forget their name? The... I was just talking about them. The Voices of Liberty? Yes, thank you. Oh my gosh, this went out my head. Okay, so the Voices of Liberty also are performers during this. They will be on stage with the singers. But the best thing about it, first of all, they are all wearing robes, all of the singers. They are all Disney cast members who have volunteered. I think it's just volunteer. I don't think they necessarily have to like audition or anything. I think it's a volunteer thing. And then they'll bring Mm -hmm. in like high school choirs, things like that to fill in gaps as well but they will have literally a giant looking Christmas tree by the way that they have the robes colored. And then there'll be like Mm -hmm. one star on top. It's beautiful already that way. They have a live orchestra and then the celebrity narrator is kind of right in the front in the middle. And then they'll read passages telling the story and they'll kind of pause every once in a while. And then that's when they'll sing. Yeah. Whatever song goes with that moment. So it's just it's so beautiful. You would really love it. I'm sorry they're not doing it this year it because is. of COVID because oh, I would drag because you don't have to. It's free. I mean, it's right there. You can pay to have a special meal where you can get seats up front. So yeah. they have, you know, like Disney does packages for everything. So you can pay and have the package and then you'll be escorted in ahead of everybody else and you'll get seats more towards the front, which if you're really interested in the celebrity, I would recommend like we did that because we want to go see Neil Patrick Harris because I love him. <gasps> And I was just like, he's right there. <laughs> I, I can't touch him. He's very far away. But he looked very close. And it was very exciting to me to be that close to him. Oh, so we did that a couple of times. Yeah, he comes almost every year, I think, for the last couple of years he's been there. So 
that's very cool. If there's a celebrity you're really, really into, I would recommend doing the dinner package. But you can hear it because the American Garden Theater is totally open. So you can stand outside yeah. of it. They're not going to stop you and listen and watch the entire thing just from the back. But you don't really miss anything because it's just so amazing that no matter where you're sitting, standing, whatever, it's worth it to just spend that time yeah. and immerse yourself into it. I think you'd really like it a lot. I, I'm surprised oh. you have not done it. I would, I would enjoy that thoroughly. Yes. I feel like this would be, I don't your know if we ever thing. knew about it. I don't know if my parents ever knew about it, to be honest. I'm just, I'm just surprised that you guys never did. And this year when I could have drug you over there, it's not there. And I think they do it. It's like literally every night in December when they do it. I'm pretty sure we're going to be there for Christmas more than just this year. So yeah, thank goodness. And hopefully (laughs) COVID will be over sooner rather than later so they can get back on track with some of this stuff. Anyway, but yeah, let's not, that'll be next episode. That'll be the present episode. Yeah, we'll be getting into this. Let's see happy things. Like, like hotels with must-see decorations. Yes. Yes. Good segue. I love it. Oh, so there are, let me see one, two, three, there's like four hotels. I'm sorry. I'm doing this on the, I did this a long time ago and I put the letter, the, the letter, the notes together. There's four hotels that have gingerbread, had gingerbread displays. And then there's other hotels that have really awesome Christmas trees that we would recommend you go and check out. Yes. So at least you've done this stuff. So uh, yes, I have the contemporary. I don't know if last year was the first year for it. I want to say maybe they had the Cinderella castle made out of gingerbread. That was really cool. Oh. And then I had a little fairy godmother, Prince Charming Cinderella. And then the mm-hmm. glass, there was a glass slipper on display too. That was really cool right in front. But I think yeah. that was maybe the first year was last Christmas. Cause I don't remember ever going to see it. And we specifically, I went to go see it last year. So I'm going to save the next one for last. So then That's the boardwalk, mm-hmm. the boardwalk does a gingerbread version of the boardwalk. I am not really sure if I've seen this, to be honest with you. I have not. Yeah. It sounded very cute though. when I was reading about it, a little miniature yeah. version of the boardwalk made out of gingerbread. The beach club huh. did a full moving carousel with horses and other small details. Like they had little Disney characters on it. That was really cool. It literally would spin and I would hmm. spend a good 30 minutes just watching it to see if I could see all the little characters and everything going on. <laughs> and it, that one's really cool. And it's huge. It's like, you know, taller than me. It's, it's a very large thing that Disney did. Mm-hmm. Now the best one that Ashley also knows about. And is, I love. Yes. The Grand Floridian, which does a literal life-sized gingerbread house. Literally there are workers, cast members inside of it selling gingerbread and cocoa and coffee and stuff that's how big it is and it's amazing and that tells you how big grand floridian's lobby is yeah that they can do that and the tree that we're going to talk about in a little bit they have that yeah. much space mm-hmm. very fancy hotel over there very very fancy oh, the i miss grand. this I miss this gingerbread house. Oh, it just, you can smell the gingerbread and just, they would have signs that would tell you how many pieces they used Mm -hmm. and how long it took them to build it. And I can't remember. There was a lot of fun facts on the little signs. I I know I pictures every year I would take a picture of the sign. 
and it was probably the same every year, but it was very interesting to me. Maybe not. Disney, I don't know. Disney updates their stuff when they build things like that. I've never compared it, so I really have no idea. That's something I you should trying to you see my final my photos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they have been doing it for years and years and years and years and years and years. Not since I I don't think since the very opening of the Grand Floridian, but pretty close to it, I think. They've been doing it a long time. Yeah. I, the pastry chef was on this Disney special that I watched. So I learned all sorts of things. They've, they've at least been doing it since I think my first time back to Disney in 98. Yeah. I want to say they, they started in like the late 80s, but don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember. I think they that's what she said. As long as we've been alive. Yeah. I remember thinking I didn't realize it was that long. So yeah, it's very, very, very cool. And if you're ever there, at Disney World, that is something you should go and see and make yes. effort. It's just a monorail ride away from the Magic Kingdom. It's not that bad. And now they have a pathway that you can walk on and actually walk from yeah. the Magic Kingdom to the Grand Floridian. I personally would not do that because that is much too much walking for me. But if you want to do that, you are more than welcome to do that as well. I don't know how long of a walk it is, but it looks very long. It looks longer than the walk to Contemporary. I've done the walk oh, to the Contemporary, yeah. and that one is too long for me. Mind the walk to the Contemporary. I don't know why, but it doesn't. I guess there's just things to look at, and it doesn't. After walking me. around Walt, or after walking around Magic Kingdom all day long, and then walking all the way to Contemporary, yeah, no, thank you. Give me a monorail. I get it though. I understand. So then the amazing Christmas trees. So apparently there are nine what they call icon trees on property. And those are the ones that are like 75 feet tall. So that's why they're called icon trees because they're huge. I don't know how many mm-hmm. actual Christmas trees are around Disney property because it's a lot between all of the parks, Disney Springs, the hotels, everything. But the first, so Okay, so every Disney park has a large tree, obviously, because they're going to get the the big ones at the the parks. Disney Springs has its own very large, very beautiful tree as well that I would recommend Mm -hmm. checking out, especially on park tickets, because that one is still worth it. It's just as magical as all the other ones. Do they do – I wonder – are they going to do two now since they have have the two sides? They only counted one, but I know there was a second one that was over next to Earl's Sandwich, but I guess maybe it's not as tall. So it wasn't considered an icon tree. But that one's been there forever. That one's so tall. Yeah, but I don't know. It didn't seem like it was included because I didn't see two listed Disney Springs. I don't know. I didn't listen. I wondered the same thing. (sighs) Anyway, so the contemporary. (laughs) So as the gingerbread inside, and then it had the very large, beautiful tree that is outside of the resort. Most of these other trees at the, well, I think all of them at the other hotels are inside. This one is outside in the front. You can see it when you're on the monorail, when you're riding around. I can actually see it on the 429 when we're driving in. If we're going late <laughs> at night, you can see, I can see the castle lights and I can see the contemporaries Christmas tree because it's so bright. They said mm-hmm. you can see it for like 25 miles or something insane. I don't know because the, <laughs> the lights are so big on it. I was just like, what? But yeah, it's very beautiful. Far away, up close. I would say if you can again pop over, I would get out of the monorail, walk outside and go check it out in person because it's very cool. The Grand Floridian, I know this is, I believe, one of your favorite trees, if not your favorite one. It is. I love this tree. Yes. Because it's very Victorian. Yes. Well, it's themed with the hotel. So it's Victorian themed. 
It's again, ginormous, beautiful, mm -hmm. very well decorated. Just goes, ugh, breathtaking. Goes magically with the gingerbread house. They just fit so well together. If you had a mm -hmm. picture of both, it's like the best photo ever. Yeah. yeah, I am. Uh, I've never stayed in the Grand Floridian, but I am such a Grand Floridian girl. Mm -hmm. I just love everything about it, and their Christmas time is the, the most magical decorations, for my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is very, very beautiful. And again, if you're gonna go to one hotel, honestly, I would probably say do that one at Christmas yeah. time. If there's only one you can manage to get to, because that is worth it. Mm -hmm. The whole experience. So the Wilderness Lounge also has a massive tree in the lobby. And I just saw this one like two days ago or yesterday. What's today? Today's Sunday. You threw me off. So today's Sunday. So yesterday I went yesterday. and saw the, the Wilderness Lodge tree and it's still beautiful. Just, mm -hmm. I know we're not at the present yet, but just to let you all know, it's still there and it's gorgeous. Yay. I love it because the Wilderness Lodge with all of their decorations and the tree and the fire and the the little bubbling geyser and the bridge it just makes me feel like you're in a holiday movie like mm -hmm. one of those like where people go out in the cabins and celebrate christmas that's how i feel when i walk in there and i just oh, <laughs> it's a good gets me in the christmas spirit kind of place so that would be one of my if if you're going to go to multiple hotels i would recommend you go to the wilderness lodge and check that tree yeah. out too and the decorations yeah. and everything so the swan and dolphin I think I've seen this. I'm not sure, but they have, yes, really. See, you made the face. Yes, really, the swan and dolphin. That's why I put that in my notes. Yes, really. Has a large poinsettia tree in the lobby. And I think I've seen this. I think I went and saw it one year for some reason. But I don't know why. I kind of have Swan and dolphin why. isn't even Disney owned. Why do they have one of their trees? I don't, well, it doesn't count. It's not like a Disney, Disney tree. But okay. when I was looking up like Disney trees, you should check out. This was listed on a website and then I was just like, oh yeah, it is pretty cool looking. And I feel like I've seen it. I don't know. Okay. So if you're that... staying at the Swan and Dolphin or you're at the boardwalk or something, you could go check it out. I don't know that I would like make the whole big effort to go over there otherwise. But yeah. you know, if you're around, it seems cool. And then the Animal Kingdom Lodge is a giant, gorgeous, obviously African themed tree in their lobby, mm -hmm. which is again, just as beautiful as the other ones. And I would highly recommend checking that one out too. Yes. Personally. So. Oh, Christmas trees. I'm not putting one up this year since I'm coming down there. Well, then I have a bulldozer of a puppy. Oh yeah. We have special plans for our tree. It's going on a table. It's not on the floor this year. Learned our that lesson. Makes sense. No, no, no. <laughs> Raven was bad last year. She, she didn't really mess with the tree, but she ran into it frequently because <laughs> she has no sense of what's around her for whatever reason. And I just don't trust Lucifer. So yeah, it's going up on a table this year because I also have a little mm -hmm. Mickey train that I got at CVS last year and Raven uh -huh. messed it up every two seconds. I was trying to put the tracks back together because she would bump <laughs> into it. The train would be knocked over. The tracks would be apart. And I'm just like, why are you doing this to my Christmas tree? So Yes, we have special plans oh. for our tree because of the same thing. If we did not, trust me, I would just be like, I don't know what I'm going to do with the tree, but it's going to have some sort of barricade around it because <laughs> these puppies, man. Mm -mm. Disney Springs Christmas Tree Trail. Is this new? -er? I don't. It is newer, so I don't think you would have seen it. 
2015. I would have because I was here in 2017. Yeah, but I don't think you did it when you were at Disney Springs. I don't remember you talking about because it's all the way back by Earl of Sandwich. So you remember where the buses used to be over on that side? Yeah. That's where it is. They set them up over in that whole area. We might have done this because we always go back in that area. Yeah. Like, I mean, Earl I know you sandwich, like Earl's Sandwich. Like, yeah. So maybe, maybe. You I might have seen a couple of them. I yeah. probably didn't go through the there whole There was, uh, they do 20 decorated themed trees based on Disney animated classics, rides, or characters. I didn't realize it was 20. I didn't realize how many were back there. I know we went the first year in 2015 and it was cute, but we kept saying, I hope they figure out a better way to do it. <laughs> the next year and then of course it's disney so it got better every year with yeah. how they organized it and then they actually would set up a little shop in the back where you could buy of course you could buy cocoa or other drinks and cotton candy and christmas merchandise because disney's trying to get every buck they can out of you so that was very yeah. smart on their part and santa claus was back in there too he had a little, uh -huh. his little meet and greet back there so you could go nice. meet santa but yeah, they, I listed a lot of them. I'm not going to read all of them. I was just trying to remember mm -hmm. what all the ones I remember seeing. Cause I couldn't find a specific list, but they did like Mickey and Minnie, Lilo and Stitch, the little mermaid obviously is one of my favorites. And they had beauty and the beast. So I always thought of mm -hmm. you when I saw it. Cause I'm like, it's such an Ashley tree. It is. They even went back. They had a Muppet tree, which was, I thought was really cool. Cause this that was is. before they started really rebooting the Muppets and everything too. The villains tree was also one of my favorites. And the Haunted, Haunted Mansion. Mansion. Yeah, I have a picture somewhere. I'll, I have to show you. I'll show you the Haunted Mansion. I, they're of this year, so you should be able to see them. They're just in a different spot, which we'll talk about in that episode about Christmas presents. But they're around, but it's not a Christmas tree trail. So it's a little bit different. But I always thought it was fun. It get a little crowded back there because it's kind of like people going every which way and everyone's trying to get their photos with the Christmas trees. And mm -hmm. it's a little hectic sometimes. But... It's fun. Yeah. I enjoy going back there and checking out because they're done by all these Disney people and they're super creative and my tree would never look that fancy. So yeah, again, <laughs> something I would recommend to do for sure. Yeah. It was nice going down the Disney Christmas memories trail of seeing like talking about the Osborne lights and mm -hmm. then the, the castle and the mm -hmm. decorations and all the things. It's mm -hmm. kind of sad that when we get to Disney present, we're going to be missing a lot of these things. Yeah. It's, it's different. Yes. It's so different. It's different. It's not the same. I agree. Yeah. yeah. But we are not going to get out of the past yet. This is the end of this episode, but we have more of Disney past to talk about in the next episode. So I think what does that have mean? Hmm. <laughs> You'll have to watch or well, listen or watch, depending on how you do it, mm -hmm. uh, the next episode. But thank you so much for joining us today. Make sure you like and subscribe to all our social media things. We got the Pixie Dust, at Pixie Dust Twins podcast. Samantha has at Samantha1950 films media. Mm-hmm. And then I have at, my, my at is actually changed. It is at 139.14. So 
number one, number three, number nine, spell out 14 <laughs> underscore by Ashley Danny. Check everything out. Oh, and check out at Limitless Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I said, beginning, go to limitlessbroadcasting.com. We have a shop with t-shirts and various products. I know we're working on masks and other fun things. Mm-hmm. That's super fun because it's COVID related, but this is the world we live in. So you might as well have a cute mask if you're going to have to wear one, right? And then, of course, all of our other podcast information is available there for all of our shows. And our Patreon account link is there as well, where any of your donations are much appreciated to keep this going because it does cost money for things and items Mm -hmm. that we have to use for the show. Unfortunately, it's not free. But you get rewards, like cool things from us. And if you donate a certain amount, you can even guest star on one of the shows. So do that because, yeah, I think we're fun to talk to. So if you think we're fun, yeah, go check it out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. That's it. Bye. Bye. Ho, ho, ho. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.